know what's crazy? What? Is it going to be when the quarantine is lifted Jeez. and everything goes back to normal <clears throat> and there's <clears throat> a vaccine and then everybody drinks to death. <laughs> It's going to be so bad. I'm it's going to be so bad. Oh, <laughs> I know we're kind of recording, but this J. Stop talking about your fun. You guys are this such nerds. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, roll the intro music. Alright, welcome back everybody to week two of Are You Bored Yet? The internet's newest, hottest podcast sensation, where me and my friends will be sharing some of our, you know, stories and experiences, you know, from our 21 years of wise life on this earth. I'm Brandon Yap, I'm your host with my roommate, Brian Bonnet, and our not roommate, but stowaway, McKenna. Glad that glad that's all straightened out yeah. for week two. We, yeah. I'm still a squatter. Yeah. For for now. For like can, a week. What for another week? For another for week. Yeah, Does she week. set a date? Hasn't Yeah, Maggie's coming back on Saturday. Oh, I'm so excited to see I her. Know. Our friend Maggie is gonna come. Oh wait, and... we're not gonna see her. We're quarantining. Yeah, we're not gonna see her. Anyways. Let's talk about Something that has been affected by the quarantine. What is something that's been affected? What? Food culture. Oh. <laughs> that was such a good segue, you ass. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, I'm mad. So, today we're going to be talking a little bit about food culture. Um, alcohol culture. We're going to talk a little about alcohol culture. And too, while we're at culture. it. While we're at it, while we're at it, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, I think it's... I think for me, because I I just, like, haven't been home in so long, you know? I, I think I just miss a lot of food that I, like, love from home just because I was raised on it. You know, like, foods that I ate, like, all my life. And... Like, your parents cooking? No, no, no Well, that too. But <clears throat> I'm talking more about, like, restaurants or, like, places I would go out to eat. Like, I miss specific places and, like, the food that they have. Did your, did your parents do a lot of, like... Cuisine cooking? Mm, okay. Like, did you grow up eating, like, traditional Asian foods? Not really. Well, that's not true. Like, yes. Uh, yeah, I did. Like, not always, though, because my dad... My dad was the one who always cooked, you know? Yeah. Throw in all the gender roles Mr. out yeah. the window, you know? It's crazy. Breaking barriers. Yeah. Um, but he hates cooking, so... Oh. He doesn't, like, he he was never the one who, like, cooked, like, traditional Asian food. That was always my mom. But because she works, like, nine to, like, six, seven mm-hmm. sometimes. And my dad works, my dad is crazy for this. He works, like, he works at, like, five in the morning oh. and gets off at, like, two. And it's, like, I just can't, I couldn't ever live like that. Okay, if you were someone who was able to, like, wake up, I can see how that would be a lot better. I think it would be ideal. Than oh yeah, nine like, to five. I'm just saying for <clears throat> me that's physically impossible. Horrifying. Like, <laughs> I, the idea of waking up at well, probably like four a.m. every day, at like or even earlier. I don't know how long the commute is. Is like actually terrifying to me. I couldn't do it. There's no way. But the advantage, like I have, I know people who are like they can wake up and as soon as they're out of bed, they're like fine. 
And if you're like that, I can totally understand the appeal being out at 2 p.m. Like, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean, he he's always been of the camp that, like, once it's noon, the day is half over. Um, so, it, like, very much fits his personality. Once it's noon? Yeah. 75% chance I'm still asleep right now. <laughs> I was up. Before, I was out of bed before High noon chance. today. Uh, you were out of bed early today. I was were out you the first out of bed early. today? That's crazy. Yeah, I Good was. For you. I was out of my room before either of you. I That's love that insane. I heard that and I was like, oh, I, I, was like, I oh, felt kind of bad about myself. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> if I beat you. I should have been out. <laughs> yeah, if I beat you out of bed, there's something you're doing I something I think wrong. I got up. Shortly after that, so I was like, I was spite. Can't beat me. I mean, I was awake, kind of. I mean, I went to bed really late last night. Oh, I had a horrible experience in the middle of the night. I woke up from a dream that I thought was real life, and I like freaked out because I like like all the things that I had just done in this dream were now gone, and I was like, everything that I just did isn't real anymore, and like. For some reason, I started panicking about that, just sitting in bed at, like, four in the morning. It was a really weird... It was I, I, I haven't had an experience like that, where I, like, really thought I was in... Oh, that happens to me all the time. I have such a hard time deciding when my dream is a dream. I don't, usually. Because... And it happened. It it's because scary. I don't have... I, like, most of my dreams are rooted in some semblance of reality, where there's, like, people, and I'm in the world that I live in. Like, not always in, like, scene, like, scenarios that are familiar to me, but, like, it's in the human world. Right. And, like... It's not, like, Real fiction. things are happening. Yeah, like, fiction isn't happening. Like, they're, like, I'm being murdered. <laughs> or, my, my, or, or I'm hanging out with friends that I really miss. My dreams are too, like, like, sporadic for me to ever think they're real. Like, it's too, like, choppy. Like, my dreams are, like, they jump around from, like, scene to scene, and I know that that's not real. But this one felt real. That happens to me too, but I think when it jumps between scene to scene, I almost just like black out and <laughs> just like don't really remember, which it's like a normal Saturday evening. So I've definitely waken up before. I mean, I had a dream recently that I like missed my friend's birthday and like I remember seeing the date was July 27th and her birthday was July 25th and I actually was like stressed because in my dream I was like trying to like apologize to her like over text and I like had so much like anxiety about it and I woke up and was like oh it's so, so like happily <laughs> surprised and like thank god that that was a dream because it was too real for me it was just too much for me to handle I like how we were talking about I know we Brandon's really dad making food and we somehow gone into our dreams it's the beauty of podcasting anything can happen it's where dreams come true. I ordered Chipotle today. Which... I just... Okay. I don't know Uh-oh. if this is a take. Do you not like it? I, Chipotle's fine. Kind of a horrible company. But that's just me being overly political. I think my biggest issue with ordering Chipotle when we're where we are is that there's better options for I... fast food Mexican. I feel like Chipotle satisfies a very specific craving I have. Like, I wanted, like, I agree that there's better places, but, like, I wanted Chipotle. I would Chipotle but, like, bowl. In the That's same, what I in, wanted. like, Amelia's or... I didn't or, want Amelia's. Or uh, Chilacates wouldn't satisfy I that. wanted a little bit disappointing comfort food. That was my, that was what I needed today. I mean, I can't hit on it that much because there's a Chipotle near City Hall, and when I was on co-op, I would get it, like... I tried to cut down towards the end, but I would get, like, once a week. Me and Joe Montero and Connor 
would get Chipotle together for lunch. It was so I can't hate. I don't. I don't hate Chipotle. It's just like I feel like there's. I feel sometimes guilty when I get it, but like I said, it like satisfies something, and I used to love it. Their chips. Their chips are really so good. I love them. They're they're the perfect amount of salt. They're crispy. It's so good. Even stale, they're pretty good, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a top quality chip. I agree. I mean, I used to go to Chipotle all the time in high school. That was because it was cheap. It used to be much cheaper before they raised. minimum wage like and you could before like the whole uh what was it the outbreak of um what was that what's that disease oh the chicken one coronavirus <laughs> no no <laughs> avian no, e. coli e. that came out of like chipotle that was that was that was not out of chipotle food yeah. right yeah, was that was. no it was out of lettuce like iceberg lettuce no it like chipotle was like a main culprit of it yeah like oh. a ton of people in the bond like what is happening to this chair um, a ton of people near the Chipotle by Boston College, I think, was, like, one of the worst ones. Like, a ton of people that ate there got sick. Yeah, it was before them, but it was, like, it was cheap, and it was, like, I was hungry, and that was, like, the best food that we had in our town. Because, like, I wasn't driving down into Portland to, right. like, go get real food. Also, I was, like, the only one that could drive, and I wasn't a good driver. Really? Kind really? of. I was, like, one of the first people to get my license oh just by age just by age oh okay so like i would drive people but i was one of the last what i wanted to talk about food culture was that how much of like a social thing it is and how much of an event it is like going out and like getting food and how much we prioritize that and like held it like where that's like a thing that's like a really exciting thing to do is like go to a new restaurant Mm -hmm. and like, this came up because I was talking with my mom today, and she mentioned, like, she didn't do that when she was her age, and, like, me and my brother were going off about food, and, like, at my house, they have so many different coffee makers, because everyone likes their coffee a certain way, and, like, it's, like, a whole thing if they forget to have, buy coffee beans, so they'll drive down to, like, our coffee shop and, like, get coffee beans, because my dad freaked out when we didn't have any, and it's, like, such a thing that you know, she didn't have when she was younger because there just wasn't as much around her. That wasn't, that wasn't like as much of an event. So where did your mom grow up in a rural area? No, she grew up in Detroit-ish. Like in the city? Um, no. Well, oh, (laughs) do I know where she grew up? (laughs) Because, so here's the thing. I grew up in a pretty rural area and I do not have this. Like, this started for me when I came to college. Oh, really? Me and my friend, like, we would go out to eat, but never as, like, an event, really. I mean, like, occasionally, <clears throat> but not often at all. Because there just aren't a lot of restaurants. That's like, crazy. Where I live. Like, we would go and get subs from, like, the pizza place in my town. But we it would, we'd just be doing it because we'd be out doing other things. And we would just stop and get food because we hadn't eaten in seven hours. That's so interesting. I, I feel like... For my lifestyle in high school, that was it was like centered around food. Yeah. Or like I think it was just from a lack of having other things to do, maybe. Yeah. Because if there wasn't really anything special to do or like anything to go do outside or like somewhere that wasn't our houses, we would just go to like a coffee shop. The, and that's like never. Like yeah. the only like we don't like there aren't really coffee shops. Where I live, I don't like, know, it's like, a huge part of like San Francisco culture. 
Yeah. There's like there there's a cafe, but it's like a breakfast cafe. Like it's not mm-hmm. just like a place where you can get like a muffin. It's like you you get full meals there. You sit down right. and eat. It's not a coffee shop. It's like a breakfast cafe. The only time, the only like regular going out to food I ever did in high school would be hungover brunch. Like that's, after that's the best. after we all drank or you after all wake parties, up. me and my friends would all wake up and either we'd be in the same place because it was just us hanging out and like the seven of us would just get drunk together and we'd all pile in my van and we'd go to a brunch place or we were out at like parties and we'd wake up and be like, oh, why, the, why am I here? Like what is happening? And we would all like rendezvous and then go get breakfast. That was the only regular like going out to food we did. I think that's funny because, like, we would – maybe it's because we didn't want to, like, be in our friends' homes or something. Like, we didn't want to just, like, yeah, hang out and do nothing. it was that for us. Like, we would drive out of our way to go get food. And it wasn't even, like – sure, sometimes it was, like, good food. But, I mean, we – okay, I know Chick-fil-A sucks. But, like, we would drive – and wait in like an hour and a half line in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. An hour and a half? We would, well, it also opened, like that was, I'd never had Chick-fil-A before. Like it was the first one that opened uh, in Oregon. An hour and a half? It was, one in it the was food a court. thing, it was a thing to do. And like, we would go to like Buffalo Wild Wings like after, <laughs> like on Thursday because that was something we could afford because it was like the 70 cent wings or something. And then... There were some nights that we would, like, drive into Portland just to go to, like, the late night places to eat because it was something to do. That's, Which yeah. is, in looking back, really weird. And also, I did not have money for buying all this food. Like, I didn't have money because I spent it all on food. I just, I feel like we would, like, we would either, one, be together at one of our houses because we were lucky enough to have a bunch of parents that didn't care that they were you know, six, 17-year-old guys in their house drinking. Mm-hmm. They, like, we, we, had, no. we had really, we had really, <laughs> like, my whole friend group got really lucky with that. Like, we had, like, at least three or four houses where we yeah, could reliably yeah. go. Or we would be doing something outside. Like, me and my friends play a lot of spike ball together, like, a lot of basketball together. Like, we just do, like, stuff like that all the time. So I feel like there was no reason for us to go out to food. That's fair. Unless we wanted to, like, unless we wanted to, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, we never just did it to hang out. Like, yeah. no one would ever be like, hey, guys, let's meet at Smoky Bones to, <laughs> to hang out. What is Smoky Bones? You, you've never had Smoky Bones? No, what is oh. that? I don't know what that is. Oh, is that my God. Thing? It's like, I, don't, I didn't think so. It's like, it's similar to Buffalo Wild Wings, except a little bit more diverse, but it's like focus on barbecue. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's not, it's not great barbecue because, like, it's a northern chain, but it's still pretty good. But we would like we wouldn't do that. We would be like, oh, we want to drink tonight, or we want to hang out tonight. So let's go get food, and then go to someone's house. Right. Like it was never the main event. I think. Well, if you guys didn't know, I ran a food Instagram in high school. I did not know. You that. didn't know this. I did not. You, know neither that. of you knew this. this how many? Neither of you knew how this. How many Instagram accounts have you? owned um, in your life or been the admin of uh, i don't know i can think of nine off the top of my head probably 10 probably more <laughs> that's insane i don't know there's like a bunch more there, i don't know there's like there's a bunch of, like just throughout the course of my life i don't know like the fiji instagram i like ran my friends like band instagram in high school i don't know like random stuff like that like my food instagram it was f- called foodgasm 
but the A was a V because it was edgy, and that was like, it was edgy. <laughs> um, my friends, I used to listen to a lot of churches, which if you haven't ever listened to churches, they they're spelled churches, like the U is a V, and so it was kind of like off that. Um, but so like in high school, we had these things called resource periods, which were basically just like free, which were free periods, and. So, like, if you got lucky, you had a resource period at the end of the day, and then you could just, like, leave. And so me and my friend Alex and my ex-girlfriend, um, we, like, started this food stream just because we would always just, like, drive around, and we would literally just, like, go get food. And I was like, what if, like, one day I was literally just like, <laughs> wouldn't it be, like, so funny if we just, like took pictures of our food, you know, and, like, shared <laughs> it with other people. Instagram. I don't. I definitely don't think I invented it, but I was just oh, like, oh, good. I, I, like, I was definitely not the first, but I was just like, what? Wouldn't this be kind of cool? And so we just did it, and we did it for like two years, for like a year. Yeah, I definitely noticed. When we I did came. it a little bit, like going through college, like the first year of college. We we did like a food guys and world tour. Oh, okay. that's cool, actually. I just I just definitely noticed when I got to college, like it was a way bigger thing, especially now that we're in a city and there's restaurants everywhere. I think that's a big thing, like, when I say, like, we would drive into Portland to go to, like, the late night spots, we would also drive two out, like, we're not two hours, but we would drive an hour, then go wait in line two hours yep. for, like, a, like, um, a hipstery food or something. That's like, insane. There was this or, one. Like, a certain thing. I mean, I still do it when I go back, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, it's, like a, it's, it's just, it's, like, event. culturally part of, like, who you are, you, you know? want to, like, go get these new breakfast sandwiches and like yeah you gotta wait and like you gotta chunk out like four hours every day (laughs) but it's great and it's always a good time there's so much socializing happening in line when you wait for these foods like I catch up with everyone well I yeah and I think what's interesting is that from my experience it's almost the opposite of Brian's where we'll plan to go get food and then from there we'll then choose to go somewhere else and like do something or even just like sit in our cars but like you gotta digest the food. Yeah, right. We would do that. We would drive. But like, like on and the like topic of McKenna's like driving very far, like this is like probably the most absurd thing ever. Is that my friends and I, like there was this place. What was it called? Kula, Kula, I think. Hopefully, it's like this sushi place. It's a revolving sushi bar. Oh, that's and so cool. The niche is that when you finish your plate, you put it down this chute. And then you get points for how many plates you finish. So if you're, like, with your other friends, you're, like, competing to get, like, the highest, like, score. And so you're just ordering more and more and more. And, like, after every, I think it was, like, five or ten, like, plate interval, you get a toy. Like, out of a vending machine. And it was, it's mind-blowing. That's ridiculous. It was also an hour and a half from my house, which is, like, crazy to think that I drove there for that. And we waited for, like, an hour. Because it's, like, so, it's so popular. Is it you have to keep buying every round or is it all you can eat? It's all you can eat. Okay. All right. That's, yeah, that's more, I was thinking you were buying each additional plate. And I was like, they suckered you so badly. No, it, it was I like, it was like $2, was $3, like all you could eat. Like, small okay. Little that plates. makes sense. Yeah. And they were like these small plates. So they just like went down this like little chute. That's so and there's like a little screen. goes, boom, 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 boom. You, you reached 20 plates. Yeah. I didn't know that like, <laughs> revolving sushi, like we call it like sushi boat. Is yeah. a thing everywhere. I remember someone visiting me and they were like, oh my god, like I never had seen that before. Was it Lizzie? 
Oh, I think it was Lizzie. That's I, that does not oh, seem like no, something yeah, they have in rural Florida. Oh my god, yeah, no. it definitely was because I would talk about it because that's another very cheap food spot. Because if you have like six bucks, you can get three plates of sushi, and it's fine. I've never been to one. There's so much, but fun. I've heard of the concept. Like I, I've never I seen one. Mine's not a like video game. Like that, <laughs> but, but it is. It's not like great sushi. It's. Again, it has the same, like, it satisfies a certain, like, you yeah. just need cheap sushi, it's fun, you pick what you want, yeah. pay for your I just I think it's so interesting that, like, now in college, it's shifted so much, like, every event is, like, centered around food. Yeah. Like, birthdays, you go out to dinner. Like, my 20th birthday, was it last year, or was it freshman year? You guys took me out to that Italian place. Yeah. Like it's like just a given. If you're like dating someone, Valentine's Day, anniversary, mm. all of those oh you my go God. out to all of those you go out to or, restaurants. Or even if someone's visiting, yeah, you only eat. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Last summer, last summer, last summer, pretty much everyone and their mothers came to San Francisco, and so I like JD and I used to joke that we were becoming, like, tour guides because we were just getting so used to, like, the routine of, like, showing people around. And <clears throat> I think I realized this, like, before that summer, but... Because I remember the summer... Two summers ago, when I came home after summer one, um, Rio was home, my friend Rio, and then... Can I help you, McKenna? We're in the middle of a, of a segment. I don't know why it's not why is Why is Taylor Swift <laughs> playing? Taylor Swift is hijacking this podcast. Just turn the laptop off. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. McKenna just is staring at this these tight faces. <laughs> you're, you're such a nerd. You can't bully me. I, I can. I can. They your laptop just your Taylor Swift just hijacked our podcast. I don't know where that came from. It's okay. fine. It's real. It's, it's raw. Fine. This is it's live. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you crop that out and make that. No, I'm not intro. cropping out. We're th- this is the raw footage. Oh, it's going god. in. As I was saying, <laughs> I, to, I don't. I genuinely don't what was know I what saying? happened. I was talking about tour guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I was home with Ria and our friend Nicole came to visit, it was we literally spent a whole day eating food. Like from like the beginning of the day to the end of the day. Like we went and we got, we got like custom mac and cheese. We got like we got cinnamon toast. At this really good coffee shop. We went to go get... Well, we went to another bakery. We went to get sandwiches at my favorite sub shop by the beach. We went literally everywhere. And it, we got... I think we got, like, ice cream or something at some point. Like, like we literally spent the entire day just getting food. Like, from in, in a place where food is such a big part of the culture. Like, San Francisco takes pride in, like, being able to make, like, really yeah. good food. And, like... Portland does, too. Experiment and, like, make really cool shit. And so I feel like... It's such a sin to, like, have people visit me and, like, not show them, like... I, I, like, literally, when Owen and Shane were there for the last semester, I made them a gigantic Google Doc that was, like, pages and pages and pages of just information on, like, food. Because that's, that's, that's how much I ate out in high school, because it was just, like, that was the culture. It was, like, there's all this cool shit around us. We're not going to not eat it. So. Yeah. I feel like, like, I just wouldn't have that many things to show people. I'd be like, this is my favorite pizza place. This is the one nice restaurant in our town. <clears throat> yeah. That's it. I don't know. I, I feel like my another thing is just that I have such, like, I have so many emotions tied to these places because I used to, it was like, it was like ritual, for, like, some of these places to, like, go there. Like, 
there was this place called Beachside. Um, it was like a little like restaurant, not restaurant. Restaurant's a big word. It was like, <laughs> it was like a place where you would eat. But you know, like how a restaurant, like look at the connotation, like you sit down and it's like you get served and stuff. It was more of like you go to the counter, order your food and they bring it out kind of thing. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't fancy. It was like, it was like a beach side, beach side. It was a restaurant. It was like a little beach side thing. You get Got it. <clears throat> and so my friends and I would go there like, like all the time, like after class. And so like my friends and I were in like the band together and then like musicals and stuff too. And so we would literally just like go there after school at like three, wait for our rehearsal, which is at like eight or whatever. And then that was the day. And I don't know, I just feel like I have so many good memories attached to it. Um, my friends wrote a song about it called Beachside Girl. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like there, I just have like such fond, warm memories of that place. So like, I'd want to bring people there when they come to visit me because it's like part of it, like it was part of my experience growing up. Yeah. And like, there's also this coffee shop, which is like right down the street from it called Java Beach, which is owned by the same people. And it's, so my friends and I, whenever we come home from, like, break from college, we, like, whenever someone comes home, we all get together and we go there. So, like, we, like, know when someone's coming home, and then we, like, plan to go to Java Beach together. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we, we used to do it, like, all the time in high school because we didn't want to go to each other's houses just because our parents, like, didn't, we weren't, like, we just, we just wanted to talk. We just wanted to, like, we just wanted to shoot the shit, you know? We just we wanted to talk shit. We wanted to, like, use curse words. We wanted to say fuck and shit and damn it and things and you know we just wanted to go somewhere where we could be loud and like obnoxious so <clears throat> we went to this coffee shop and it was open to like 10 it was open no i don't remember how i don't remember how late it was open because they just changed their hours so they close at like 9 30 now which is so annoying because it used to be our, like late night coffee place um but yeah it's just become like tradition and it makes me feel like safe and warm so like i have the fond memories i of can it. I, I see, like, that in how our culture is, like, like, coffee is such a big deal for college. Yeah. Like, I mean, first of all, there's, like, five Dunkin' Donuts within like, a <laughs> one-mile radius of campus. Well, like, there's three on ex- campus. There's three on campus, and then there's two that are right next to campus. True. And then... Actually, it's three, if you count the one they're... on the hill. True. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's a little Because there's one on the hill, there's one on Huntington, and then there's one on Mass Ave. So that's six Dunkin' Donuts within, like, a couple miles of each other. And then there's two Starbucks. And then there's four or five just, like, not chain coffee shops around. And, like, those are such a big part. Like, in between classes, people will just go there. Or, like, on the weekends, they'll wake up and you'll go get a sandwich from Pavement. Um... And, like, at coffee shops and bars are, like, so, like, such a cornerstone for college, I feel like. Yeah. Yo, yeah, like, going to coffee shops and, like, studying and working. Yeah. Which, that also reminds me, is, like, I also feel like that was a big reason as to why, like, food culture is so big is because, I mean, it's not, like, specific to our generation, but because you can't drink till you're 21. Yeah. So, like, we couldn't go to bars, like, we couldn't go out to, like... We couldn't go out to, like, a bar and, like, hang out at a bar and, like, sit at, like, a table or, like, a pub, you know? Like, we couldn't do that, so... I don't, I feel like coffee shops are the underage equivalent of a pub. We would go to the... One of the places like that that we would go to is we would go to, like, like pool bars, like, billiards places. Yeah, right. 
Okay. And they would let us in because, like, they had a bar there, but you can just pool. go and play pool. Right. Um, and so, like, that was – we did that. That was sort of, like, later in high school we started doing that. And that, that sort of became, like, a place we would go. It was, like, the Air Billiards Hall. We did that a lot. I just wish you could drink when you were 18, like, everywhere else. <sighs> well, for, for those who don't know, I just turned 21. Woo! I, I, worked so, I worked so Streamers. hard to get here. Confetti. I did so much <laughs> to live for 21 years. True revolution. Revolutionary. <laughs> you know, it was a lot of hard work, but I made it. And it really frustrates me. So, okay, again, also for those who don't know me, I am Canadian. So half my family... A. Li- A, shout out, the Great White North. Um, half my family lives in Canada, and the Canadian drinking age is 18 in Quebec <clears throat> and 19 in the rest of Canada. And so my cousins have been legal to drink. And my cousins are a little bit older than me. But they were legal to drink at 18 or 19. And then when we would go and visit, we were able to drink. But that wasn't the same here. And then we go abroad and we're in Europe for a semester. And you're legal to drink there. And then you come back and you're like, oh, I can't legally drink here for two and a half years. And it's just... It seems, this is my rant of the day, it seems so arbitrary because it's not based on science because if they wanted to do it scientifically, you would wait, the drinking age would be like 25. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Because like that's when your brain stops developing or whatever. Yeah. Like, so it's too early for it to be based on science alone. And the way that the federal government... The way that the federal government... <laughs> you can just get rid of that. That was horrible. The way that the federal government forced the states to raise their drinking age from 18 to 21 is they said, if you don't, they passed a law that said, if you don't do it, we're taking away your public highway funding. And that was the deal. And no state can like properly manage their highway system without that money. So they all had to do it. And it's just, it doesn't make sense because it's not about maturity. There's 21-year-olds that shouldn't be allowed to drink. And there's 17-year-olds that are mature enough to drink. I have a friend who turned 21 months before me. He's never drank in alcohol in his life. He just doesn't do it. Life choice. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like the feeling. doesn't like the taste. That's fine. But, like, for some reason, we have this arbitrary idea that he is now more mature than me. So he is allowed to drink, and I'm not. And it just, I, oh, it really frustrates me. And now that I've finally done it, now that I'm 21, no bars are open. Okay, hey, now, the the beer garden in the backyard is the top-rated <laughs> beer garden in Boston. You went to a bar. <laughs> you went to a bar. We check your ID and everything. I don't know. That's the same treatment you would have gotten anywhere else. <laughs> I didn't have to pay money, at least. And it was it was free. It was okay. Everything on your birthday yeah. is free though, so that sh- you yeah, that should at least feel on par. That's true. I didn't pay for anything on my twenty first birthday. Like Ryan set the whole thing up with okay, on my little on my birthday set up this giant party in our house, which by the way was a in quotation marks 
surprise party. You knew about it. I knew about it. I literally helped him plan it. But (laughs) I he was convinced that it would be more fun for everyone if it was a surprise party. Which made no (laughs) sense. sense. You know why? Because he was the only one that knew it was a surprise party. He didn't put it in the Facebook event. (laughs) So nobody knew it was a, nobody knew it was a surprise. So pe- people were asking me about it, and people were like asking me like, "What are my birthday day? What are my birthday plans?" And I was like, "I don't know," but in reality, I did know, and it just made my life harder, and it made everyone else's lives confusing. And Ryan was the only one getting kicked out of it. Ryan just making <laughs> all of our lives like have three extra steps to it is so classic Ryan. I also Ryan. definitely he was talked like, to you about your birthday Yeah, party. you did. Because I was like, hey, you're coming in for your party. You're like, sick. And I'm like, cool. I can't wait to see you at 8 o'clock at your house where the party is happening. <laughs> <laughs> he also had me make the Facebook event. Because, you know, he doesn't use Facebook, so he doesn't know how oh, to use He doesn't know how to make events. Oh, yeah, you so I made the Facebook. Me. Yeah, I FaceTimed you when I was making the Facebook event. <laughs> so oh. surprised. But so he like handled all of that like he bought all the alcohol i i'm complaining about him but i love him and i cherish him for this and he made these like pudding shots which were like oh, way too so good. good way too good it doesn't make any sense it's a, it was the same thing you were talking about today about how like liquor and cream just doesn't feel like it should go together but like it was so good the i aliens, like hated how much i liked it. i hated how i hated how many i ate they were like I don't. Not I have no idea. It was like it was like it was like an. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like cute. It was kind of funny watching everyone try to eat them. <laughs> it was like yeah, and I I kept going to the fridge and like getting like handfuls and being like, like you get so a pudding many. shot, you get a pudding shot, you get a pudding shot. And they were in these like little plastic. The, like, like they were in like little ketchup sauce yeah. pans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I swear, the next morning, <laughs> I probably picked up. A thousand of them. <laughs> like I swear to God, when those I was the little house, shits were everywhere. They were everywhere. Will, Will, our roommate found one room. in his locked or in his room that was closed they the entire night in room. his record box. There was one in the shower. Like that they makes were sense. Everywhere. They were literally everywhere. That night was like blurry, and I didn't. Eat, I like barely even drank any liquor. I I don't really remember drinking any of the liquor. I literally drank champagne, like and pudding shots. <laughs> And then we went to the bar, like, my friends bought me drinks, too. But, like, I was already hammered by the time I, I got to the party bus. I just think... The party bus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was not it. I remember you being like, come on, the party bus. I'm like, no. Because it, it was just, like, it was so chaotic. Like, that was the thing about that party. It was so chaotic trying to, like, Correct. give myself time to everyone. Like, oh. I wanted to say hi and, like, hang out with everyone. But it was, like, I was just... You, like, you wanna... I was just taking putting shots in the corner. I was like... Nom, 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 nom. I can diagnose this problem right now. You want the reason is because you have too many friends. Okay. <laughs> Alright. See, if you were me, you wouldn't have that I thought problem. he was gonna say if you're a normal person. If you were a normal person, like, okay. you have so many friends and it's not even like you have so many just like casual friends. You have so many like very close friends, a lot of people that you care about, and I'm I just don't understand it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. I like people. <laughs> I don't. I just I just think it's ridiculous even further because how many people what percentage of people in our friend groups do you think have fake IDs? Had fake IDs. Like 99. Exactly. And guess what? They work. Like not everywhere, not all the time, 
But, like, we would go to bars. Like, we would go to Yard House and drink. We would go to Ohi and drink. Okay. And, like, Sure. Like, we would go to Cask and drink. I told the bouncer at Cask and Flagon the wrong address oh on my fake ID. So and he let me in. He Cask let me in. It was like, no, but that was heinous. He like left. He left to go get it checked, and he like, it was like he was gonna go scan or something. I, and he came back like five minutes later. I was just standing there. Brian was in like the little doorway entryway, like uh, waiting room section with Soja. I felt so and bad. And I was just for like, I, I was just like I was watching so this unfold. I was like, bro, what? Oh my god, that was so embarrassing. I was so, I was telling you to run. I was yeah. literally telling you to leave. I was like, you should you should leave. Now. And Soja was like, no. <laughs> and Soja was like, no. Uh, I'm I just embarrassed myself so badly. I'm with this cute guy and I I can't get in the bar. But then he comes back and let me in. And I was like, what is the point? What is the point of having a drinking age if they just they just don't care? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I it's, it's I all, wish it's there was like, a better Yeah, and then you have all these kids going out buying fake IDs. And, like, they're out being reckless because they, cause they know that they're not allowed to. It's, like, that feeling of, like, knowing you're not allowed to do something, so you want to do it more. Yeah. You're and not then, stopping anything. And then having a fake ID is, like, illegal. It's, yeah. So bad. And, like, people get caught with them, and, like, die, they get, like, in trouble for it. But also, And, like, yeah, more like, trouble than they would get for just being able to drink. Yeah. Sometimes. And they, like, we grow up in this culture where everyone's getting them. Everyone has one. So if you don't have one, you feel, I don't know, you feel like you're missing out. You feel like you're doing your teenage years wrong. Yeah. Yeah. My... Which is not which is not an excuse by any means, but it's just like kind of what our generation is yeah. like. <laughs> my, my take is everything should be 19 or 20. I think 19. I think Canada has it right. I think 19. I think... Buying alcohol, buying weed, buying cigarettes, signing up for the military, all of it should be 19, I think. There should be one age where you're an adult, and that's it. I think, um, I think the main issue, sorry, with having the 21 age is that when you, I think if it was lowered, it would take some of, like, the allure out of it, because if you could legally drink, I think, I don't know where it is, is it in Europe where it's, like, you can drink beer and wine when you're 16 and when you're 18 you can drink liquor right really in some places do it if your parent is with you which i think you can drink yeah and that just normalizes like healthy drinking exactly because then you have kids like getting fake ids and doing this because they feel like they're breaking the rules and that's fun and like yeah i think everything would be a lot safer if it was just more normalized and like you could drink in restaurants like if your parents were there if that was okay yeah and, I've, like, if you could buy your own, like, beer and wine when you're 16. Because then, I don't know. Not, I don't think, okay, I don't know about other people. But I don't think if you were, like, 13 or 14 and you knew you had to wait till you were 16 to drink, I just don't think you would feel the need to start drinking earlier if you knew you only had to wait till 16 to right. legally drink. Whether 21, it's like, well, why the fuck not start drinking at 16? Right. Because, like, people are going to do it anyway. And I think... Like, like, I'm thinking, like, the first few times that you drank, didn't it go poorly? Oh, my God. Mm. I'm pretty sure I blacked out, but, like, didn't know what blacking out was. Right. No. No. That's so tragic. I think the second time I drank, I threw up all over myself in the floor in my upstairs. Because Hmm. I... 
we just went way too hard and no one was there to tell me not to. Exactly. So imagine instead of that being your first time drinking, the first time drinking is you're at, I don't know, whatever restaurant that you're at with your mom and dad and they're like, here, have a few glasses of wine. And you're like, oh, I just had four glasses of wine and my head's starting to spin. Like maybe I should. And then your parents like, yeah, you should probably stop. Like you would be so much better acclimated to drinking. I know. If you had that experience. I I had an experience that was of the same, like, it wasn't with my parents. Sorry, parents. (laughs) If If you find this podcast, I'm sorry. But the first time I drank was at my friend Josh's house. And I, I, he, he was like two years older than me. I treated him like he was like my older brother. And I remember, I remember this moment. This was like, this was senior year. I didn't drink till I was a senior in high school. That's not true. Junior year. Sorry. Junior year. Second semester junior year. I remember he texted me. He was like, do you want to come drink? Like you, I'll like, I'll like teach you. I'll like, like we can just, let's just have some drinks. And I was like, no, you know, I, I don't really want to, you know. I was I was a very I was I was a big goody two shoes back then. I didn't really I was like I I genuinely didn't want to. I was like scared of it. And I remember I think that was like bef- right before I started to like I was like getting up the courage to ask like my ex girlfriend like on, out or something. I, it was like in that time like before we started dating. And I remember I I think we had like some conversation. It was like stressing me out. So then I texted him. I was like actually never mind. Fuck it. Let's drink. So <laughs> I had my dad. I had my dad drop me off at his house. And I was like, oh, um, can I just go hang out at Josh's? And he was like, sure. And he drove me into the city because he didn't like live in like the best neighborhood. So that was my cover up. And he he was like he's like okay I'll drive you. And so he drove me, and he was gonna go pick me up later. And so it was him and me and my friend Kevin, and we just sat there. We were, we were like making these like fun drinks. Like we made like a Tootsie Roll, which I think is Kahlua and root beer. I think. Oh, that sounds good. And we were just making like these mixed drinks, and we were literally just like hanging out in his room, just like drinking. And I was like, I was getting to know like what it tasted like. So I think that was like, if people had experiences more like that, I... where they're like with their parents or like people that they trust and like have like a very controlled first experience, I think they're gonna understand alcohol better than they would. Yeah. If they black out and don't know what that is. My first, the, the first time, the first way I... That sounds really bad. It wasn't that bad. McKenna <laughs> was on the floor. My first few, my first few were not good. The The first time I, I consumed time. alcohol was from a water bottle, like a Poland Spring water bottle that had the label ripped off and it was UV <laughs> blue. It was straight UV blue and nothing else. And that was the first thing I drank in Nicky Eggman's basement. So shout out. And it was awful. It tastes terrible. I got too drunk. Like, it's just, it's just, oh, it's not good. You know what's horrible? One time I had Smirnoff Ice for the first time, and this was back before I really knew what alcohol was. You know, I, this was like one of the f- like second or third times I drank. It was like after we had like a little cast party for our like little comedy skit show at our friend's like apartment. And so I drank, I was drinking Smirnoff Ice, and I was like, oh my God, Smirnoff tastes amazing. Oh no. And then the next party I went to, I was like, I was shocked to realize that Smirnoff Ice is not the same as Smirnoff, <laughs> only by chugging Smirnoff. Oh no! Thinking it would taste like lemonade, which it doesn't, because regular Smirnoff, for those of you who didn't know, tastes like vodka. Let's can... talk favorite college experiences sure. thus far. Do you have any, or do you want um, me to start? I think one of my favorite things about college. I think just living with friends is so fun and such a good time. 
and I feel like that has like been a big reason of or like a big part of my favorite experiences just because like I think the best part about college is that you like move here and you most likely don't know anyone and then you meet all these new people and you feel so connected to them within such a short amount of time and then you start living with them and you spend every single day together and it just it you feel like so much more on your own but you have all these like new connections and it's like exciting I yeah. always like change. That's like yeah, my agree. best part. I think that's the best part about college is just how much everything changes yeah, as I, a whole. I, I agree. I think because I didn't live in like a rural area like Brian did where like all my friends were together and yeah. like we all lived in the same neighborhood. I think it's that feeling that I can just walk literal yes. feet <laughs> and my friends are right there. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I, I remember like I felt that like in, in when we were abroad, but like also coming back. When I lived in IV, it was just so nice, like, ha- like, like knowing who lived on what floor, taking the elevator to the seventh floor, <laughs> and just, like, there's my friends Rhea and Mecca, and, like, they're right there. It's easy. They they, they live in my home, like, in the same <laughs> building. Like, we turned that freaking dorm into, like, a literal trap house. Like, it was, like, every night, it was, like, whose room are we going to? Who's fucking double, like, IV double are we trapping out tonight, you know? Get- yeah best like those are my favorite memories like I can't I don't know I can't really freshman year was a, simple a specific one right now I have a but good I have one a, freshman year is really wholesome I have a good one uh-huh you're giving me eyes like no her oh, I, no. eyes for her I thought it was St. Patrick's Day oh no <laughs> I can tell that one after if you want you don't have to sophomore year I lived in an apartment with five other guys and it was like like, 11 o'clock at night on, like, a Friday or Saturday. <laughs> I hadn't gone out. My friends and I, like, me and my roommates hadn't Wait, gone out. Wait, is this out. what I think it is? I, I don't know. But I'm worried. <laughs> I'm sitting in my apartment with one of my best friends, Milo. I think I'm watching him play, like, Fallout or something on the TV. And I'm wearing, like, my bathrobe. Like, fuzzy bathrobe and slippers. <laughs> and I get a call from McKenna. And I'm like, oh, I knew she had gone out. And I was like, I bet this will be something. And she's like, what are you doing right now? And I was like, uh, we're just sitting in my living room. And she was like, well, Soph is lying on the floor in Ruggles. And <laughs> Maggie is yelling at me. We're coming over. And I was like, why? Just You live right next door to me. And she's like, no, no, we're coming over. She was like, we'll be there in 10. Just come sign us in. And I was like, okay. So I put on the clothes and I go down. And they finally get there. I sign them in. We go to my apartment, and so it's me and Milo, McKenna and her two friends, Maggie and Soph, and we're sitting there. Me and Milo just went back to whatever we were doing. I don't know. Like, I tried talking to them, but, like, they were drunk. And then they just started, like, whispering to each other. Like, they weren't talking to me and Milo. And I'd be like, I would try to start a conversation. It just wouldn't work. And they'd be like, like, whispering to each other. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I had no idea what they were doing. And then suddenly, McKenna just, like, stands up. And then they all look at each other. And they all just run out. Like, just run out of my apartment. And I was like, what is happening? No, that moment in your apartment. No, I honestly, I don't remember where we were. But when we... I didn't know Maggie and Soph that well at the time. You didn't? I didn't know. Like, like I kind of knew Maggie, and I kind of knew Soph. Like, not even close to how well I know Maggie now. But, like, 
you were the only one that I was like really good friends with. And I was like, who are these people that she is friends with? And why are they so weird? I was like, what is happening? Why is Maggie Navercruz so weird? Internet, tell us. <laughs> um, I just we were we have a group chat, and I think someone said now or later, but someone also said run, and we all because <laughs> someone said now or later like the song I guess, but someone had also said run near the same time, what? so we kept going run now or run later. <laughs> what? and then we kept going back and forth, all of us so drunk, so none of it made sense. And then someone just said all caps now, and you stood up and just. Bolted, and I was like, "What is happening?" And then we ran out, and we were dying because none of us knew why we ran because we thought that everyone else had a reason to, but no one did. It was just me like, and Milo were just like, "What? <laughs> what? Who are these girls? What oh is happening?" God. That was funny. That was a good moment. I think some of my favorite memories are like those that are just like they happen spontaneously. Yeah. And I, yeah, I I feel like there's a, I can remember a lot of like small ones like that yeah, that like, are just like. And they stick with you. And, like, yeah. I don't know why. Do you like, remember... The brain is a weird, fickle mistress. When we played Pictionary, <laughs> when we... Pictionary, when it was, like, you, me, Lizzie, and Connor. I think we when were really this? high. It was in Dab. And the word was milk out of the carton. God, <laughs> I do went, remember this. It went on. So I... <laughs> I think I can have, like, our thing that we're going to draw is milk out of the carton, but they have to say milk out of the carton, not, like, spilled milk. Literally <laughs> not like carton milk. Not like carton milk. It has to be the phrase milk out of the carton. And we were all, I think we were high. Maybe we were drunk. Maybe we were both. It went on for, like, 45 I'm minutes. On that one? That There's time limits in Pictionary. No, wasn't. there wasn't. We were just thinking, running away, thinking of things, and coming back. And I <laughs> Lizzie and Connor being so annoyed because Brad and Was I, it me and you that were drawing? It was Brad and I that were drawing, and we were crying laughing because we kept drawing milk out of the carton, and they would say, like, spilled milk, and we'd be like, you're wrong. And if you don't know me, my artistic skill is are just horrible. I'm, like, pretty competitive. And McKenna is, like, pretty good at drawing, like, art things. I am not. It was, and then Lizzie, I don't know, it was, that was a funny night. Anything with Pictionary is usually a good time. We love Scribble. We love a good Scribble. Scribble.io. I think, uh, everyone should play that game. I, I have some good ones with Brandon. Just, like, very spontaneous memories. <laughs> Let's hear them. Well. Kind of scared. I have some, I have some that are embarrassing <laughs> for me. Like, like <laughs> freshman year, we had this like event at a at a restaurant for our fraternity, and I remember I just bought in new dress shoes like, the like a couple of days before, <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever wore like leather men's dress shoes. I haven't. They really really hurt when you first wear them. Once you break them in, they're amazing to wear. They're so comfy. I could wear them around the house, but. Uh... I don't think I share that opinion, but... Oh, mine are so great. I could wear my dress shoes all day. But when I first bought them, they were horrible. They're stiff. They cut into your feet. And I remember getting out. It's like (laughs) hours long. We're at this place. And we had to walk all the way home. And I'm with Brandon and one of our other friends, Owen. And I have known these people for (laughs) a month. Probably. Like... No, maybe two. no, February? in February. That's... And I guess, we are sure, a bit sure, sure, January. Sure, sure, sure. And sure, sure. 
I'm for walking sure. home and I'm like, my feet are actually bleeding. <laughs> like, actually, there's blood coming out of both of my feet. God. Not a figure of speech. I was <clears> like, <throat> I can't do it. I can't walk all the way home in this. So, I did what any sane, rational person would. And I just took off my shoes. And I, and I just walked home barefoot. Through that, the fence. Through the fence. No less. On to Huntington. Keep your socks on. On to Huntington Avenue. Brian doesn't do one or the other. It's, so, it's either shoes <laughs> Actually, or yeah, nothing at that. all. <laughs> to, to West. Feet are barefoot right now. Oh. They're freezing. But because you have socks on. Well, they make my feet sweaty. Anyway, I we get to West, and I, the whole way home, I'm like, these kids probably think I'm the weirdest fucking person they've ever met. Like, I don't know. weirder. I was like, I don't know these people. And <laughs> Owen lucky. was, like, so frustrated with me. He was like, you're coming into my apartment, and you're taking a pair of flip-flops. I was like, I'm not letting you walk home down Huntington Avenue in a suit and <laughs> no shoes on. And I was like, all right. Fine. And so I did. That is honestly a horrible look. For like a, <laughs> like a Saturday morning. Yeah. <laughs> like a suit and tie with bare feet. That's how I looked. It was a pretty good one. That that's a good one. I I yeah, I, I yeah, I just like spo- I I like spontaneous things. Yeah. I, I remember um one time I went over to my friend my friend Greer's. Yeah. And it, Greer who I went to middle school with, yeah. which is still just so crazy. weird. That's so random. Um, but yeah, I, I went over, like, my friends Greer and Sam and Megan, they were there, and, oh, and Michael, and they, they were just like, come over, we're just hanging out. Like, we're not really doing anything, but we're going to come, we're just come hang out. I was like, okay, cool. And I, 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 I knew them. I mean, I've known Greer for a little while, but I, I wasn't super close to, like, all of them. And they were just like, we just like, kind of bonded. We didn't really do anything. Like, there isn't anything really memorable about that night like we just we were there we drank festive pumpkin spiced liquor drinks <laughs> we Greer had these like foam like busts that she had bought from Blick that she was gonna like decorate for her new littles in SCT and instead we burned them with a lighter what? and we were painting them with nail <laughs> polish and we it was just like and we recreated like that vine you know the one where like the, the foam head is under the hood, with under the hoodie. And it's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> I do know. Yeah. I do know. And we did that. We it's we so went and ordered Thai food from the Laughing Monk. Like, it was just wholesome. Nothing really happened. There isn't really anything big or, like, special. It, there wasn't any occasion. But it, I don't know, I think about it all the time. Those are the best nights. You guys are listening. I love you guys. Can I can I finish with my favorite Brandon Yap story? Yes. Yeah, yeah go for it. So it's it's the St. Patrick's yep. Day one. We got like two minutes. Okay, so freshman year, St. Patrick's Day is the setting. And now Brandon and I, we got close very quickly. <laughs> and a lot of it was like trial by fire situation. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we sort of just like became really good friends because we had to. <laughs> and so we're at we're at our St. Patrick's Day party and Brandon didn't have anything green to wear. So he borrowed our friend's green flannel shirt. And it's one of those shirts that is like double breast pockets. <laughs> so it has like two button up pockets on, like right on the front of the shirt. And so Brandon was like, you know what else I can do? I can drink green oh, four God. logo. <laughs> that's St. Patrick's Day. Like that's green. 
And so he somehow who's where was this? It was at Lawn Street. It was at Lawn Street, and Brandon found straws somewhere. I took straws from girls Starbucks that they finished. <laughs> I asked them for That's their Starbucks amazing. straws because they were also green. And they so were also Brandon green. had this brilliant idea to put the two four locos that he had one in each pocket of his shirt at the front and put the straws in it and was just drinking out of the two straws like destroying two four locos <laughs> like the fastest i've ever seen anyone drink two four locos and he was so drunk you couldn't you couldn't stay on your feet to play rage cage you were standing next that. to I forget, some girl, and she had to, like, keep helping you stay up because your feet kept, like, coming out from <laughs> after you as you were trying to bounce the ball. And I was like, Brandon's gonna die. And so, me and Charlie get you back to IV after the party, and you were like, I need to order food. And you were like, you were like I need oh, food. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, do, I think you either ordered pizza day. or Chinese, Chinese food. food. It was Chinese food. <laughs> after I took, like, a several-hour nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ordered Chinese you were still there. food. Did I? Did you? Did I wake up and you guys were there? Yeah, cause we, I'm pretty sure we were watching Netflix. I in your barely apartment. remember that. Like I, I just remember coming home. My roommate was also drinking a Ford Loco, and next door, my friends were drinking red wine, and I was like, neither of these smell very good to me right now. <laughs> I remember sitting in, maybe in, we, in the bathroom for a little while. Maybe we. Maybe we left and then you like tore I think us about you, it. I think after. you left night. Yeah. I think we came and we put you to bed and then I think me and Charlie left. But we, you, you, I remember you. Uh, you must have told me about it. But he goes downstairs. So he orders Chinese food like Uber Eats or whatever. And like the guy calls him and is like, "Your stuff is here." Like, I'm, so he has to come down IV, which is like a pretty big building. You have to go into the lobby, like meet the guy. Like they don't let them in, and. When you're going for the food, he just has to throw up. <laughs> and so in the Ivy lobby, there are these huge oh, trash cans. Ivy is also where one of our dining halls are, oh. so there's a ton of foot traffic through oh it. Oh, my God. So probably in front of a lot of people, Brandon just throws <laughs> up in the trash can in the Ivy lobby, oh. right in front of the Chinese food delivery driver. Gets <laughs> his food and no, go. no, no, not af- not before dropping my glasses oh, into the trash, the trash can. can. I dropped my glasses <laughs> into the trash can and had to pick them up. But I wasn't done throwing up yet. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I did not know this story. <laughs> and I went upstairs. And I ate that Chinese food. You ate it? I ate that Chinese food. (laughs) I ate the heck out of that Chinese food. Oh, freshman year. So heinous. (laughs) I think the only semester that comes close to that level of heinous is the summer one last semester, or last year. Summer one, sophomore year was bad. Summer one, like, freshman year was, it was fun. It was definitely nowhere near as heinous. But it wasn't, it wasn't, like, as, as It was bad. not chaotic. Summer, summer one, second year was really bad. I think one of my favorite memories is gonna be staying at a sex dungeon in Montreal. Oh, God. Like, I just, the, uh, like, we should do, okay, next week we should save that, and next week we should do favorite travel stories. Oh, that's good. And we, and, and we can tell that one next yeah. week, because that's a good one. Cliffhanger. 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 What? You guys thought we weren't capable of cliffhangers? Well, we got one for you. But yeah, so that's all the time we have for today. 
you guys have been listening to Are You Bored Yet? Yes. 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 I am. I'm Brandon. I'm Brian. I'm McKenna. And we'll see you guys next week when we talk about Sex Dungeon. And other things. And other things. Other thing among other things. Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, see you guys later.